0: I am Anansi, Keeper of Stories. Settle down while I stir the pot. Join me while I spin
1: a tale. Welcome to Anansi Storytime. I'm your host, Don Davenport. Today we have a story of how a family can live in peace if they can just listen to their mother, called Gunor, The Woman Doctor, an aboriginal tale, and is rated PG-13. Our players are Morgan Hazelwood, Matt Olaf Hinton, Sarah Davenport, and Terry Barston. Please enjoy. Come, sit, listen. I once heard a story that started like this. Gunor was a clever old woman doctor who lived with her son, Gunor, and his two wives. The wives were Guda, the red lizard, and Birian, the small prickly lizard. One day, the two wives had done something to anger Gunnor, their husband, and he gave them both a great beating.
2: I cannot stand this life. Yes, but what can we do? As long as our husband lives, we cannot escape. What if we killed him? Yes, then we would be free. But how? We need a plan. A cunning one. Yes, we need a cunning plan.
1: They talked for hours until at last they decided on a plan. They dug a big hole in the sand near the creek, filled it with water, and covered the hole over with boughs, leaves, and grass.
2: Now we will go and tell our husband that we have found a big bandicoot's nest. Husband, we have seen a big nest of bandicoots near the creek. Really? Yes. If you sneak up on it, you'll be able to surprise them and capture the lot.
0: I shall go there at once. I think I see it. I'd better jump in. This is not a bandicoot's nest. This is a trap. I've been tricked. I'm trapped. Help! Is he dead? I cannot
2: see from so far away. I do not hear anything. Neither do I. He must be dead. Let us return to the camp.
1: Gunur, the mother, soon missed her son, made inquiries of his wives, but gained no information from them. Three days passed and her son did not return.
3: He would not have gone this long without informing me of his leaving. I must set out to find him myself.
1: She took up his trail where she had last seen him leave the camp. This she followed until she reached the so-called bandicoot's nest.
3: These are his tracks. I am sure of it. He never returned from this place.
1: She felt in the hole with her yarn stick and soon found that there was something large there in the water.
3: Surely this must be my son. I must find a way to raise him out.
1: When she tried to lift the body out on her own, she could not, so she cut a forked stick to help her efforts. But still she could not raise the body. Stick after stick broke in the effort. At last, she cut a midgey stick and tried with that, and then she was successful.
3: Alas, it is my son! He may yet live. I must find out.
1: She dragged the body to an ant bed and watched intently to see if the stings of the ants brought any sign of returning life. Soon her hope was realized, and after a violent twitching of the muscles, her son regained consciousness.
0: Mother, you have saved me. It was my wives they tricked me into coming out this way looking for a bandicoot. No more shall they have you as a husband.
3: You shall live hidden in my dardor. When we get near the camp, you can get into this long, big combi, and I will take you in. When you want to go hunting, I will take you from the camp in this combi. And when we are out of sight, you can get out and hunt as of old.
1: And thus they managed for some time to keep his return a secret. The wives knew not that their husband was alive and in his mother's camp. But as day after day Gunor the mother returned from hunting loaded with spoils, they began to think she must have help from someone. No old woman could be so successful in hunting. There was a mystery they were sure, and they were determined to find it out.
2: See there? She goes out alone! She is old, yet she brings home more than we two do together, and we are young. Today she brought opossums. Piggabillas. Honey yams. Quatha. And many other things. We got little, yet we went so far. We will watch her.
1: The next time old Gunnar went out, carrying her big combi, the wives watched her.
2: Look how slowly she goes. She could not climb trees for opossums. She is too old and weak. Look how she staggers.
1: They went cautiously after her and saw when she was some distance from the camp that she put down her cumby and out of it, to their amazement, stepped their husband.
2: (gasps) This is her secret! She must have found him, and, as she is a great doctor, she was able to bring him to life again. We must wait until she leaves him, and then go to him. We must beg to know where he has been, and pretend, Joy, that he is back. Or else, surely now he is alive again, he will sometime kill us.
1: As soon as Gunnar's son was alone, the two wives ran to him.
2: Why, dear husband, did you leave us? Where have you been all the time that we, your wives, have mourned for you? Long has the time been without you. And we, your wives... Have been sad that you came no more to our Ardardor.
0: Ah, vile women! Do they think me a fool? I know of their treachery. Perhaps treachery in kind will serve me best. "'My darling wives, I apologize for my absence. Let us hunt and return to camp together.'
1: They spent the day gathering food happily. As they came near to the camp, his mother spied him and was most displeased.
0: "'Would you again be tricked
3: by your wives? Did I save you from death, only that you might again be killed? I spared them, but I wish I had slain them if again they are to have a chance of killing you, my son!' Many are the wiles of women, and another time I might not be able to save you. Let them live if you will it so, my son, but not with you. They lured you to your death, so you are no longer theirs, mine only now, for did I not bring you back from
0: the dead? In truth you did save me, my mother, and these my wives rejoice that you did. They too, as I was, were deceived by the bandicoot's nest, the work of an enemy yet to be found. See, my mother, do not the looks of love in their eyes and the words of love on their lips vouch for their truth? We will be as we have been, my mother, and live again in peace.
1: And thus craftily did Gunor the husband deceive his wives and make them believe he trusted them wholly, while in reality his mind was even then plotting vengeance. In a few days, he had his plans ready. Having cut and pointed sharply two stakes, he stuck them firmly in the creek. He placed two logs on the bank in front of the sticks, which were invisible beneath the water. Having made his preparations, he invited his wives to come for a bath.
0: Let us have a contest. See those two logs on the bank? You will each jump in from one and see which can dive the furthest. I will go first to see you as you come up.
1: And in he jumped avoiding the pointed stakes. Right! All is clear here! Jump in! Then each wife ran down to a log on the bank and jumped.
2: <coughs>
1: Gunor had calculated the distance well. Both landed right on the stakes, which stuck firmly into them, holding them under the water.
0: Well am I avenged! No more will my wife lay traps to catch me! It is time to return home!
1: When her son returned to camp without his wives, Gunor asked about their absence. They left me to get bees' nests. But as day by day passed and the wives returned not, the old woman began to suspect that her son knew more than he had said. She asked him no more, but waited until her son was away hunting, and then followed the tracks of the wives. She tracked them to the creek, and as she saw no tracks of their return, she went into the creek and felt about. Very soon she found the two bodies fast on the stakes. She managed to get them off and out of the creek.
3: I will do what I can to restore you two to life. Not for your sakes, but to spite my son. Dare he deceive me along with the likes of you?
1: She rubbed the women with some of her medicines, dressed the wounds made by the stakes, and then dragged them both onto ants' nests and watched their bodies as the ants crawled over them, biting them. She had not long to wait. Soon they began to move and come to life again. As soon as they were restored, Gunor took them back to camp.
0: Mother, what are my wives doing with you?
3: Now once did I use my knowledge to restore life to you, and again have I used it to restore life to your wives. You are all mine now, and I desire that you live in peace and never more deceive me, or never again shall I use my skill
1: for you. They lived for a long while together. When Gunor the doctor died, there was a beautiful, dazzlingly bright falling star, followed by a sound as of a sharp clap of thunder. All the tribes who witnessed the spectacle knew that it was the sign that a great doctor had just died. When the wives died, they were taken up to the sky, where they became the star Gawabella, which is bright red from the wounds in the two women.
0: I hope you enjoyed the tale. When you return, perhaps I will tell you another.
1: The tale of Gunor, the woman doctor, was reinterpreted by John Donnell. For more information on Anansi's story time, visit us at AnansiStoryTime.com. Follow us on Twitter at AnansiStoryTime and like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash AnansiStoryTime. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.